<laughs> hey kids, it's Martyr. This is part two of our Abora Halloween special. So if you haven't, go check out the uh, first part. Um, and we're jumping right back in. Um, we're talking about her recent win at the Drag Queen of the Year competition contest pageant competition. Something like that. But um, enjoy. <laughs> wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Um, you were in another competition. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Super exciting. Yes. I was kind of sad because I used to live in LA. I'm so sad I missed it. I wanted to go so Oh, it was amazingly long. <laughs> was it? <laughs> it ran a little long. Um, but I'm sure. I mean, first, as they all do. First time doing it. Um, definitely a learning curve, but. They took every single precaution. I was so impressed at how organized everything was. What and was the name of the competition? <laughs> Alaska Thunderfuck 5000's Drag Queen of the Year competition. <laughs> the first annual. Oh, shit, I fucked it up. Can we well, yeah, can we Alaska Thunderfuck 5000's Drag Queen of the Year pageant competition award contest competition, honor. <laughs> I love all your impression of these girls. This is hysterical. It's so good. It's really good, actually. Um, how was that experience? Did it was. Uh, it was wonderful once it started the 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 the, the pageant proper because the process leading up to it mm -hmm. was just a lot of anxiety, just lying in bed for months, just wondering what I was gonna do. And with each passing day, of course you think, well, another day spent in bed, another day wasted, another day Aurora Sexton stoning away, another day that Cat Sass is practicing, you know, their big giant performance. And then I was just like, yep, yep, gonna lose, gonna lose, gonna lose, gonna look like an idiot, and then I'm gonna, you know, just, you know, be a big disappointment. And uh, it was maybe two weeks prior to the pageant that I just started working and I just started concept like concepting and then throwing out all those concepts and then I'm um, just hammering away. And I was just like, uh, I'm doing this all by myself. And Aurora's probably got a team. Cat Sass has a whole city behind them. Mm -hmm. um, all my other competitors are working really, really hard and I don't know what kind of teams and budgets that they have. And Astrid is just going to do what I'm going to do, but better. And I just um, started getting people coming to me and asking me if I need help. And I just took every single person's um, help that came through. And I ended up having almost over 20 people working with or for me, uh, including Maxi Glamour, or Glamour, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funnier to say Glamour because it's like the antithesis, you know? Uh, uh, and then Hollow Eve, of course, was just always managing everything 
and just making sure I had coffee, making sure I woke up on time, making sure I got the things I needed, making sure I was at the places that I was supposed to be. And my roommate Moises, who is just a constant source of aid and help and my right hand, and I would be nothing without him. And um, I had Nakini Kill and Renee stoning for me. And I had um, Kelsey and her friend, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name, from <laughs> um, the UK helping me. Um, just Damn, I, international. It was, a, it was a learning experience for me to like delegate. I was just like, here's my vision. Here's how you can do it. And here's absolutely no pressure on how to create it because we're not going to win. And this is just about seeing what, how big of a mess we can make. And uh, I learned this from working for Wild Child being um, his, his, his operating strategies, the complete opposite. Everything must be perfect on the first try. And if it's not, it's your fault. And it's not his because he explained it perfectly in detail how to do it meticulously over hours to the point where you forget everything that he said <laughs> and it would just it was just not a happy work experience so i wanted this to be hey i'm not paying you uh so we might as well we might as well have fun so if you're not having fun i don't ask anything else of you just help me if you want and let's just see what happens so we just you know two weeks no eat no sleep hollow definitely kept me alive throughout that by making sure that I ate and slept appropriately and then day of I felt like nothing was completely done um I didn't see a, a plan or a strategy and I just got up and said let's just get this day over with and um uh we did a tech rehearsal uh, we did. It was a fun experience because okay, spanning over um, DragCon, spanning over DragCon, um, DragCon LA, DragCon LA. Yeah. Um, I was, I was, um, I was dealing with a couple things. Um, I was dealing with my responsibilities to the Boulets and being a part of their booth. Um doing a uh, meet and greet in person on Friday, which I did not agree to. Uh, I told them that I was available for Sunday, maybe, or no, Saturday, maybe, because Sunday was the pageant. Saturday, I was just preparing for it. And so they sprung, they put out the poster, Friday, Sunday, Abora and I was like no what the fuck those are the two days that I said no or maybe I said maybe I miscommunicated because I'm really bad at emailing <laughs> anyway <laughs> so Friday did the meet and greet and I'm trying really hard to be as personable as possible but luckily I have a character that can tell people to fuck off and just <laughs> understand that's true <laughs> and, the perks and um, so I said, hi, 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 okay, gotta go. And I had to run through the convention center because I knew that people would stop me and ask for, you know, Photos. any kind of human interaction. I said, I'm not a human today. I gotta go, bye. So I ran home, put on the prosthetic, and had to go to Willem's studio to film the leopard print look, presentation look, for our big projector screen backdrop. Uh, 
and you know I'm posing I'm posing I'm doing the blood and I'm looking at everybody and they're all ready to go and I'm just like last minute sewing everything on like putting on the teeth putting in the contacts and then like putting out the blood and like making a mess and then uh you know just having all this chaos energy and then um the next group comes in and they're all amazing it's cat sass aurora sexton and astrid and i'm like this is the winner group i'm just in the mess group and I'm <laughs> no <laughs> offense to my mess group uh competitors but um, <laughs> but um so they show up i'm like cat sass you're so wonderful you're so great this costume is so epic it's like a car and fucking aurora immaculate perfect great awesome yeah same concept as me but better and i'm like great i can't wait for you to win <laughs> and uh, astrid showing up looking cool as fuck and i'm just like oh, i don't have the cool factor either <laughs> so i'm just like doing these interviews and things and i'm just saying things like i don't care who wins just as just as long as as many people lose and um <laughs> Just like this whole experience of just being this unraveling mess. And um, uh, what was great was I got to hang out with Alaska. And every time I get to make her laugh is just like uh, is just like a different like merit badge that I put on myself and say, like, I made Alaska laugh on this date at this joke. Yes. <laughs> and um, the dream. So that was all going on. And um, I don't know if this is important to the story or not. Uh, but the Dragula world thing was happening that night and I wanted to like go see it mm -hmm. and that didn't end up happening because it ended the time that we were filming and um, there was somebody really special that I wanted to go see and that didn't end up happening and then I um so blah, 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 blah. anyway uh, so we were at uh, we're, 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 we're day of pageant. Okay, back into the present. Wow, holy shit. <laughs> uh, so we're day of pageant. Um, we're, we're running through tech rehearsals. Calypso Jate, um gets on stage with no less than 30 backup dancers. Oh, they said the limit was <laughs> 10. They said the limit was 10. I think oh. there might have only been 10 people, but it looked like 30 <laughs> fucking people. It equaled to 30. And she brought her own lighting people and she oh, was wow. like a rig and everything. I was just like sitting there with Maxi Glamour. Glamour. <laughs> sitting there with Maxi Glamour in the audience, just every so often, like leaning over. I'm like, wow, it's going to be really amazing watching them beat the shit out of us mm -hmm. in our ragtag group of whoever I got for free. <laughs> and basically, day of said, do what you want. <laughs> Just have fun. <laughs> You're like, it's so like anti-pageant. That's why I love it. Like, do what you want. You know, if you feel it in the moment, do it. Because like, this isn't going to go great. So we might as well just like... Enjoy it. Enjoy the fucking moment. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was fun like making that joke and then cat sass had her their tech rehearsal at the same time where they just belted out this perfect opera aria i guess you could call it oh and they just had the voice of a symphony of angels and they had all these rigs and i was like oh this is fucking nightgowns Mm -hmm. <laughs> perfection in my face and i'm just like god damn it i'm just so lucky to share the stage with you <laughs> right now and i'm like i'm over um while we're like running through things like this is how you're we were doing like rehearsals for our little um 
our little presentation walk-in with Alaska, and I'm, like, nudging Kat's ass. I'm like, what are you going to do with the prize money, huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> How much was the prize money? 10000 Oh, wow. Just as much as Dracula Season 2. Oh, I'm wow. Like, yeah. Did you get it by pay- PayPal? Exactly. That was the strangest part. Was Did you like, really? <laughs> was, like, looking at my PayPal balance of exactly $10,000 oh and just being, After like, tax. <laughs> just, like, blinking. Not even. Yeah. I think I still have to pay those. <laughs> I hope the IRS. We will take. We'll take that. Out. Yeah, I hope the IRS isn't listening. Like the IRS. Is like, report- oh, honey, we're gonna get our coin. Honey. <laughs> I already reported it. It's okay. Ah, uh, honey, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna wipe it. I hear a knock on the door. Um, <laughs> it's them. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that was weird. Just looking at it was crazy. Like I just remember hearing about, like, hearing the news that you won, and like it was just. Everyone was so excited. Did you? Did they reach out to you? Do you? Did you audition? I I, I auditioned because Work. I was about to quit drag. Oh fuck! Because I was I was out of money, oh. and I wasn't getting gigs, and I was like, well. Did and you moved to LA already at that point? Well, I had been in LA for a minute, and mm-hmm. I was sleeping on a foam, uh, insert that I bought in Santee Alley, mm-hmm. and I remember sitting in my empty studio space that was a complete wreck and just like looking at my life and saying like well the momentum's gone uh i guess i gotta get back to work on something Mm -hmm. so i i i reached out i had heard about the pageant and i reached out and i wasn't thinking that i was thinking this is gonna sound really arrogant but i was thinking that i was like just oh I didn't know how overqualified I was because I was like, well, this is Alaska. This is going to be pretty big. There's going to be a lot of people from the country going after this. But mm-hmm. I was on Dragula, so I have, a, I have a following, so I don't know. I don't know if they'll even accept me. They'll be like, I'm sorry, but you already have a platform. Like, oh. This is, for, this is for somebody that – this is for somebody new. Like, we mm-hmm. know what you do. Um I'm sorry. We don't even think that you fit the pageant yeah. thing. So I sent that in, and then I I set up a camera, and I sat down with my list of pageanty answers, and I started my RuPaul's Drag Race audition tape mm. like two weeks before it was due. Mm. And I was like... Why do I think that I'm glam enough to glam down the runway for glam, 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 glam? Yeah. Well, it's because I don't, and I fucking hate this, and I just, like, threw the notepad down, and I just, like, struck the set, and I was just like, this isn't me. This isn't what I want to accomplish. I don't want to, like, I don't want to turn this thing that I've been doing for four years into a... A Disney park ride. I, 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 I don't want to do this. So I just like scrapped that, and I just laid in bed for a few days, and I, uh, I got the email back, and I thought, okay, well maybe they're maybe they're just trying to get my Instagram, uh, clout involved for like promotion or whatever. So I was like, all right, I'll I'll. I'll be a part of it. And I've just, I've just always had this kind of cynical view of, well, everybody wants something. And um, I really wasn't taking into account that Alaska was like a huge influence on me and their entire persona is what I 
subconsciously aspire to be mm-hmm. is this like this pile of garbage that you can't deny has like beauty and value to it. And I didn't realize how perfect I actually was for it because I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with a name like that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I saw all the pink and I saw the uh, crowns and all the glitz yeah. and the glamour. And I was just like, they don't want me. They don't want me for this. If they do, they probably want to make a joke out of me, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I just went in, did my thing. And... Um, I didn't realize that I was just actually the perfect fit for what they wanted. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that I ended up becoming the person that I idolized in some ways. I I think we're both very different. Um, But yeah, it it gave me something to work on at least. (laughs) I mean, it worked out for you. (laughs) I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want, Actually, by the end of it, I didn't even want to win. I thought... You just wanted to be I over. thought I put so little into this mm-hmm. from my own perspective that it would be almost an insult to everyone else that, like, poured their lives into this. And I was like, this is wrong. Mm. The minute that they got to the, the, the three and they did the drum roll... The drawn out. Who were the other two? My um, um, Aurora was one. Aurora Sexton and Cat Sass mm-hmm. were were standing on either side of me. Um, auspiciously, Astrid Aurelia was um, not given an honorable mention, so I'm going to give it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that what Astrid did was um, was very very compelling and very good. Um, they just moved here to New York, by the way. Oh, so oh I didn't know that. Yeah, Astrid Aurelia's. Um, I in a New York queen now. I saw them at Bushwig yesterday, and literally everyone that was walking by me was like, "Look at her outfit! Like she was breathtaking." That was her. Time. That was her gown from the pageant. I thought so. Yeah, it looked familiar. It um, was. It was beautiful. Yeah, and it's, it was it's absolutely gorgeous. It's like golden triangle. I, that's all I can describe it as: is golden triangle. She's a fractal, like yeah, an enigmatic, like design mass but i love it i'm a big fan i I watched her interview with um disasterina for her little youtube show oh i know her little youtube sorry are you talking about my drag is valid yes the show hosted and run by disasterina my god that is that is something to watch we should uh we should uh take a moment to go watch it Oh, yeah. we should. We should take a little break. Yeah, let's, little go watch, um, let's, let's go watch. Um, let's my drag is valid. Let's, let's go do watch it. my drag I'm is valid. I'm doing it right now. Put a little okay. mark here. Pull All up. right. Bye. Bye. I know. Wig. I feel that already. Wig. Lena here just giving a plug to my uh, new show. It's called My Drag is Valid. I put on all sorts of crazy talented queens and kings and everything in between. Check it out on YouTube.
That was so crazy. Aww. I thought she flew out earlier today. But I like... got the go, Bora. Sorry to <laughs> jump in on your podcast. It's okay, Disasterina. Oh, Are we you love sure? you, Disasterina. Yes, I'm so glad <laughs> that we got to spend this time together. Okay, I got to go. Bye. Okay, kisses. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay. Oh, my God. I love her so much. I love her, too. She's so nice. That was so nice. It was great having her Wait, they forgot my keys. I got the keys. Oh, back. Shit. Anyways, we're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Disasterina left. Oh uh, yeah, she <laughs> just abruptly. Like yeah, I, I know, I, just out of nowhere. She just plugged her po- uh, her show, and her she podcast. left her, her podcast. Her podcast. She pug- plugged her show and left. Uh, let me pug my pl- my podcast that Your might podcast. come come out. Oh um, yeah. Me and Hollow Eve are talking about putting a podcast. Oh, yes. This exists. We're probably gonna call it Free Association. <laughs> Um, so it'll be free on Spotify and everywhere else that you can find. F- maybe Forever Dog podcast. Forever Dog. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. What else? They're famous. Knows? They can have sponsors. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> 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 well, uh, edit that out if it doesn't happen. But, okay. Uh, well, we have. <laughs> um so yeah let's uh let's jump back into it yeah so i believe so before the big break we were um talking about the pageant and how i was mm-hmm. we were announced this top three um how they announced it was kind of weird um let me just say how they announced it was very dramatic they said um we're going to announce the top three now in nah. alphabetical order isn't it <laughs> So by announcing it in alphabetical order, it allows you to know and decide or know immediately who is not in the top three. Mm. Because Aurora comes after Astrid. So they announce the first contestant for the top three queens is... Contestant number seven, Abora. And I was like, okay, they're all right. I guess everybody worked hard. Great. I, <laughs> I get, I'm very lucky to be at this point. And now, contestant number one, Aurora Sexton. And I was just like, damn, Astrid, I'm so sorry. But yay, Aurora, you get what you get. <laughs> and then, of course, contestant number whatever, Cat's ass. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Because duh. Yeah. Yeah. She's, <laughs> they're just incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, Cat's ass is my, is, is, is just so wonderful. And they mean so much to me. And every time I'm in Chicago, I give them all my time and attention and my love. Um, and they are just so big and so wonderful. Big energy, big hearted. And um, so we're all standing together. They shuffle everybody off the stage and we're all standing together. And then they announce the winner of Alaska Thunderfuck 5000's Drag Queen of the Year Pageant Competition Award Contest Competition. As sponsored by Absolute <laughs> Vodka. And the LGBT Center of Los Angeles. Oh, wow. My Wi-Fi just kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Go off. <laughs> and the winner of the $10,000 prize in the new car. And the winner is... 
and I'm just thinking, cat's ass, no, Aurora, no, cat's ass, no, Aurora, cat's ass, no, Aurora, just get ready for it, because they're not going to say you. Contestant number seven, Abora, and I was just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> are you, no, this is wrong, no, they, they just fucked up so <laughs> they just fucked everything up. Like, why is this happening? And before I could do anything, they're pushing me forward. The The confetti's falling. The crown comes out on a fucking ottoman. I'm on my knees right now, just like begging for this to be a dream, for this to not be real. I wanted this not to be real. Like, I was just like, this isn't happening. Jackie Beat is like acknowledging my existence right now <laughs> this is not happening <laughs> um, I, I, and then they put the crown on my head somehow and then <laughs> and then things like were happening in slow motion and then they like sped up to like cartoonish speed like everybody like cleared out all the things um all the lights went out the curtain came down everybody's changing equipment everything's they're pulling out a chair they're sitting me down they're pulling out the camera and then they're asking me questions and i'm just like like how like soldiers must feel i'm not equating myself to a brave soldier <laughs> but <laughs> i'm pretty brave uh, <laughs> um they i just like there's a ringing in my ear and i just like can't believe what's happening and they're asking me questions and i'm just saying basically like fuck you for doing this to me <laughs> fuck you for doing this to the world because what you're doing is you're putting the reins into the mouths of the horses because now everything is going to be unraveled if if you let me do this if you let me do everything that I intend to do, you're giving me the power to unravel and destroy drag. And that's all I want to do with this. So if you're really ready for this to happen, if you're really ready to put me in this position, I'm going to make you regret it. I'm going to make you and all the committee that are in charge of this regret it. And and then the meet and greet started oh. <laughs> and they just shuffled a bunch of people in to <laughs> basically say hi to Alaska and uh, Lola LaCroix. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was, I just happened to be there. And then they <laughs> just said, thank you. Oh, congratulations. I, I, I love what you did. You fucking moved me with your thing. And I was just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, I could tell Alaska was getting a little annoyed at how I was like dragging out the meet and greet because I had never gotten that much attention before. <laughs> and... And she was like, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. We are so out of time. Thank you for coming. <laughs> but Alaska is just very, 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 very happy that the whole thing happened. I could tell. Um, so, yeah. And then we got through all the people. And then I'm just standing out on the street in front of the theater that I pass by kind of regularly. And I'm just like... A feeling like nothing is different and nothing has changed, but everyone around me thinks that it has. And we go back to my house, and Violencia is there, and Maxie's there, and Kendra's there, and my whole Dragula family hollow is there, and we're just celebrating. And um, 
you know uh all i could think is that i wanted like one special person to be there uh with me celebrating because i knew they were in town um and of course they're too busy because the next day they won their own thing and were rushed off to be like the actual drag queen of the year so i had about a week Mm. (laughs) i was drag queen of the year for the week (laughs) (laughs) honestly sometimes it's better though (laughs) but um yeah um i guess since then i've just been feeling the same amount of um anxiety about wanting to be I I have this thing where I just feel like I'm never doing enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and all I've wanted to do since I've won is to ravage and destroy. And I'm worried that I'm going to close out this year without having destroyed one single thing. Mm. And I think that that's... W- I think that that's what my um, goal for this year is, is to... <laughs> is to destroy as much as possible we'll cheer you on <laughs> okay we'll help you destroy things i'll watch from afar <laughs> <laughs> well I'll like I th- you go girl <laughs> i think it's for everyone's benefit i Absolutely. think that i think that the con- constructs at play right now benefit a few yes mm-hmm. i think that once we tear everything down we can start to find the people now new and again to come out and express themselves and and find their place in the sun i think that we shouldn't we shouldn't cling to things i um i came out of the closet when i was 14 years old and on that night when i admitted that i had feelings for this certain boy mm-hmm. um i uh I was asking God to unmake me and to undo it and to make it back to the way it was before that change. And when I didn't hear a voice back, I realized, you know, there's no going back. There's no changing. There's no unmaking me. I exist on a whim of the cosmos and at random. There's no law that abides me. So moving forward i i don't have a faith i don't have anything to put my trust into i don't have a gold standard on my on my morality so what do i do and i look to buddhism and one of the principles of buddhism is that there is nothing really sacred and that their main principle is attachment is the root of all suffering and i think that if we Um, remained attached to the way things are supposed to be we're going to miss out on a lot of fun things in the future so I think that we should um, I think that we should we should enjoy the present but not mourn the past I'm with you on that so that's my takeaway on this whole fucking thing um we're going to um, find a new kind of future with the two most uh, influential, I think. I think. I don't want to give myself too much importance, but <laughs> we're going to find a new era with the two influential 
queens, um, myself and Evie, um, being these chaotic energies that are not so much concerned with preserving um, a sense of congenial congeniality and um, not really concerned with the comfort of our general audience and (laughs) not really concerned with um, keeping the status quo. I hope that we move forward and destroy as much as possible. And then what we find after that will be kind of a new era, I think. I'm here for it. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry too. to get all serious there. I love Saga. it. Ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me Drake ticket. No, wig. I feel that already. Wig. Okay. Wig. Did you just say wig? Wig. Okay. Uh, is there anything, anything that you want to ask me about behind the scenes on Dragula at all? Um, anything. I'm trying to think of something to give you. Um, so how many exterminations were you in and how was that process for you? I was in a lot, uh, surprisingly. I, uh, didn't think I would do as bad as I did on Dragula. Uh, but, um, I was in three different exterminations of varying degrees of difficulty, but Mm -hmm. honestly, I wish they were harder. Um, one of them was the most excruciating pain I've ever been in in my life, which was standing on ice, um, which is kind of poetic, the cold feet moment. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, that was torturous. Uh, I was, I was, I was so overwhelmed with pain that I was laughing and they would tell me like, don't, don't laugh. Don't laugh on camera. Cause it makes the, it makes the punishment seem fun, fun. Yeah. And I was just like, how am I supposed to feel having just won this challenge and now you're fucking torturing me? Mm. I put all this work. I just got a phone call from my boyfriend saying that he's in jail and he hates me and I have to do a wedding challenge. Mm. So my whole performance is about love is a lie and that we fool ourselves into putting value into these cataclysmic uh collisions of 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 people and how random and un un unpredictable they are and you want me to have a predictable reaction to this punishment that you're giving me so we just i was just laughing and crying and um telling James to shut the fuck up for fucking once because he fucking <laughs> is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Especially in that situation because he's like, I was an EMT after the fucking challenge. He's like, I was an EMT for four years and uh, I knew that uh, if you wiggle your feet that like you can keep the circulation going. I didn't want to give that to you because like we're competing. <laughs> I'm like, you know how this extermination is calculated. You could give us something so that we can not suffer. So... Mm. That was probably the most um, painful extermination. Um, The most fearful extermination for me was kind of a toss-up from the um, polygraph test and the uh, eating the stuff. Um, I really wasn't sure what they were going to make me eat, and from what it sounded like, it wasn't going to be pleasant. But 
I know I can deal with that. The real fear of that is not knowing if you're going to be entertaining doing it or not. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a real yeah. So in retrospect, I wish I would have gotten up on the table and started pecking at it like a chicken. Just <laughs> no, like, they just want you to be entertaining, you know. But having known that Dolly was going home mm-hmm. um, beforehand, I really didn't care how it fucking went. I was just upset that my friend was leaving. Mm. I was wondering about that. How far in advance do you know that you, uh, like when you do go home, uh, the penultimate penultimate episode? You don't know until the next day because they give you the phone call and they say, hey, we reviewed the tape and, um, you know, it's been a crazy ride, but um, unfortunately, as you know, you didn't move forward. Uh, We're very sorry. Um... But we still have a lot of things on the horizon, so um, we look forward to like working with you in the future. Blah blah blah. So, and your um, extermination. My in my extermination, mm-hmm. um, I knew that I probably performed the weakest because mm-hmm. Erica is such a good ham at playing victim, um, <laughs> and Dolly is just so entertaining no matter what she does. She's still funny going. Oh, there's not enough sauce. (laughs) 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 She's like, ah, hmm. Uh, Can I have a refresher on the water, please? (laughs) (laughs) She's so fucking funny. But I miss her. I love her. She's one of the closest people in that competition to me. Uh, She made me laugh. She made me feel normal. She made me feel um, challenged. Because when I met her, uh, when I met Dolly, I didn't recognize her, and she was just this bald kid that got out of the car with like two suitcases and a bag, a garbage bag full of wigs. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, let me see your drag. So you're like a belly dancer? Okay, that's cool and kitschy or whatever, but um, I'm not going to get too attached to you because I don't think you're going to go past episode three. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you think was going to get past episode three? Yeah. <laughs> um, me. Maybe James Majesty. Um, I don't. I wasn't impressed with what I saw. I thought Felony Dodger was going to go far. I knew that Victoria was going to be the golden girl of the boys. Oh, Victoria, what other magical things did you bring in your van from Florida? Oh, we can't wait to see what you do next week. Can we get you a coffee, any water, anything? Oh, we love you, Victoria. Oh, you're such a crafty person. So enigmatic. Yeah, so she was going to do well. <laughs> I um, can't believe Swan Thula was here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, loved it. Great. Um, just <laughs> an enthralling presence. A certain je ne sais quoi. Um, yes, we uh, loved how you <laughs> challenged everyone this week. Bring it again. <laughs> my favorite memories behind the scenes of um the boules were just testing the mics or whatever and this was before like i knew them Mm -hmm. and i was still like what are they like and drachmorn is just like standing around looking around and going like all right ready or should i just strap on the leather and lube it up and just ram on in and i was like 
Is that how they talk? <laughs> <laughs> Every interaction with the boules before you know them is just like it, it breaks that whole enigma that they have because um, I'm probably breaking so many NDA uh, rules, but I don't know if my contract is still valid. Anyway, I think it's after a year. Yeah, yeah it's a been year. a while. Yeah. So our first thing that we film is our death scenes. Mm-hmm. And oh. uh, no, that makes sense. I'm that does make sense. Yeah, but I didn't know sense. that. I'm standing up on the roof of the Boulay's house. And I'm nervous because I've never met them before. I'm in their house and I'm just like trying to take up as little space as possible and just be polite and uh, respectful. And I'm standing up there with the fog machine and the camera crew and Drac Morta is coming up the um, ladder with the bucket of water and he's like laughing to himself. He's like, I just realized, I just realized how you can't climb a ladder with a bucket in your hand because you got to like, yeah, with two hands sort of thing. So I'm just like nervously like, ha 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 ha, funny. It's so funny. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. So getting to get close to them has been really um interesting and invaluable i don't know if um future dragula girls are going to get to have the same kind of experience but i'm very grateful that i got to like get to know and be friends with them before they you know become rupaul gargoyles Anyway, so back to your original point of the exterminations. Uh, I thought that a lot of the food was actually pretty delicious. The uh, octopus tentacles are a Korean delicacy, and my ex was Korean, so we would eat stuff like that all the time. It's also like Italians eat that. Octopus is great. Yeah. Was that part of the challenge? Yeah, it's been a while. Challenge like (laughs) they were like, "Don't eat too fast. The suction cups will actually get stuck in your throat." Uh, oh, so I didn't make know sure that. you chew enough. And it's very tough. Like, you can't really yeah. bite through it. So I had a tentacle uh, get stuck on my teeth before when I had uh, octopus sushi. So that was fun. Yeah, they, they, they yeah. will fuck you up. Yeah. So that was that was probably the most dangerous uh, extermination really? that I've been through. Because I could have died if I ate too if fast. If you choked it on it. So the pig hoof and anchovy milkshake was awful. <laughs> so I just knew that I had to get that down as fast as possible because, like, you only taste something you drink when you breathe out. That's why yeah. you, you you taste wine by smelling it, yeah. smelling mm-hmm. it and breathing it. So I was just like, suck it down, suck it down, suck it down, suck it down, and then just deal with it at the end. And uh, that's when Erica gave her greatest performance of, quote-unquote, throwing up. I'm just spitting out her thing and then just being like, you know what? I believe in myself. I'm going to eat it again because I'm so filthy. I'm like, okay, diva. Okay. Okay, diva. (laughs) You've, you've, you've done it. You won the extermination. Good job being the best of the worst. So there was that. That was awful. And then the last thing that we ate was so peppery. It was like eating a fistful of fucking pepper and it was just like, I couldn't even eat it. And um, that was the part that I was worried most about Dolly because I know that she has acid reflux. And oh, fuck. So she doesn't, she probably didn't eat any of that because of, well, she told me that she was like, oh, I would have eaten it, but, you know, do I just like go be miserable for two hours afterwards or 
So mm. that was pretty brutal. But the most brutal extermination was probably the lie detector tests because that's when I thought that I was actually going to go home. Oh. Um, that was the only time that I had that fear of like looking around the room and basically appraising in my mind like, yep, I'm the worst. I don't deserve to be here. Erica Clash's concept for this challenge was cute. Mine was just annoying and kind of flat. Um, all the jokes that I wrote, I don't know how to tell anymore because I don't know what tone I should take because I'm told I'm a bitch from my friends and I'm told that I'm obnoxious and annoying and I've got bitch Puddin' in my ear who's my main competitor and she's just telling me to have fun and I fucking hate her. And <laughs> <laughs> even though we were friends by then. Um, and... Uh, I was just like looking around and I was just trying to take in this surreal moment where I was like actually getting to meet Coco Peru and Ugh. Peaches Christ and I was just Ugh, like I love Coco. her too. I love <laughs> both of those people. And I was Very just much. like, yeah, I'm I made it as far as I could. I did everything that I thought I was doing right, but apparently I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yep, I'm going home. And they pulled all the information out of me and made it super awkward um, by basically gathering intel from the house that I was like seeking comfort from Erica physical like you know like I remember this now yep. so basically Erica would just have me come into her room and give her a massage and I just wanted human contact so I did it and then she would say all right, thanks. And then, like, made me leave. And, like, we would cuddle on the couch and stuff, but I think that that was just for her benefit also. Because, mm. like, after the show, I was like, so are we going to, like, do anything? And she's like, no, I have a boyfriend. But then she would go out to, like, exposure drag and make the whole night about her and, like, make an announcement on the microphone, like, we're from Dragula, and we're so happy to be... And this little, this little like, hometown drag show, she made it about her, and then she was like, there was this hot guy at the bar, and, oh, my God, I wanted him so bad to, like, meet. And I was like, okay, love that for you, Gorge. Mm. Thank you so much for taking me for a ride, because during the show you said something to the effect of, I'm out of drama. Will you let me broker a deal between you and Bitch Pudding to make up so that I have something to do? And I was like, yeah, I'd do anything for you, babe. I would do anything for you because you're my sister. I want to, you know, keep this physical relationship alive because my boyfriend and I haven't spoken in weeks after abruptly breaking it off after fighting about the NDA that I had to trick him into signing because he was threatening to reveal me before filming if I if I didn't call him every day for two hours a day to fight at like eight in the morning when Victoria's trying to sleep. Okay, I would do anything for you. All of this going on in the back of my head and all this like screaming in the back of my head. And yeah, she just played me like another stepping stone to get famous. So yeah. Hi, Erica Clash, friend of the pod. Ooh. 
I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> no, I got. I like it. I don't okay. mind that type of tea. Okay. That type of tea is fine. Okay. Friend of the pod, Erica Clash. Friend of the pod. Nope. <laughs> no, I I don't mind that. Okay. And while we're yeah. talking tea, fucking Erica girl, Erica Clash, and fucking James Majesty, just being the best of friends. Oh my god. Both of them, I really believe, use friendship as a tool to get further. I hmm. really believe that because James was really close with me. I think. I think. After I was eliminated, mm. and I think that I don't, I don't think that that's too genuine. I think that. I think that I, I I don't know. I don't know who James is because I get a different James every time every time that we talk. So I don't know. I don't know. To this day, I just don't know that person. Um, maybe they'll figure themselves out, but um, I don't know that person. And um, just uh, just being so buddy buddy with Victoria closer to the end was really telling it it really it was really telltale but I really see a sad person in James I think that 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 person is really suffering I think that um I think that if I didn't have resentment I would have pity for him but um he lives in L.A. now, so we're going to figure that out. Yeah. Well, all the girls, like, move to L.A., so. Everybody moves to L.A. Yeah. They t- the boules tell you not to because, of course, they're telling the truth. The scene is saturated. It's and, oversaturated. And you're not going to get a gig that's nope. going to pay you more than $50. Yep. And it's just going to drive down your national booking fee. So moving to L.A. was not the most financially. Well, no, actually, I take that back. Moving to L.A. was the most financially and emotionally smart thing that I could do. I've never been happier. I've never been able to work on my mental health harder there than in anywhere else than L.A. I lived in Atlanta. I lived in Asheville. I lived in Miami. All of those places will drive you broke before you ever see any type of happiness. I was miserable in all those places, but I am happy in L.A. I am. Good. So they tell you not to move to LA because it's saturated. And, you know, we need a network of monsters in the country to sort of get the get the brand moving. And besides, this whole season three mm-hmm. is all hometown hero monsters. Violencia runs Boston. Absolutely. Maxi Glamour runs St. Louis. Louisiana Purchase legend of austin texas Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. eva destruction international hometown monster she is just the biggest star land insider biggest california hometown monster for sure um priscilla chambers runs every drag night in Asheville. she is so entrepreneurial she makes everything she wants happen Scandals is the only gay mega club in Asheville, and they banned her 
countless times. They've banned her and banned her and banned her, and she just goes around and goes to small pubs and bars and clubs and makes drag. She makes drag happen. She will take over any city she lands in. I just hope that she finds somewhere where she can transition comfortably. Um, So, yeah, this season... The season hometown heroes, heroes I think. Right. Um, I see that. They're all like kind of like well known, like pretty local. They're pretty local, like big names. Local, as in like not on Drag Race. Well, yeah. yeah. Or Dragula yet, but now they are. So like Madeline a, too. Madeline's a big name. Madeline in New York. is yeah. the hometown hero of New York. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She works so she fucking. She has so hard. many children. Like good yeah, for her. Five thousand. She has five thousand children. Mm-hmm. Virginia Thick. Virginia Thick. <laughs> shout out on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I'm excited for this season. It's I getting, can't wait. It's getting more chaotic, and I come. I can't wait. It. Um, I can't wait. The girls are self-producing, and I love it. Yep. So back to exterminations. So, um, yes, I didn't really i don't know i uh i'm waiting for the day that the boulets actually like spark some sort of actual fear because besides the needles i think that they that was the one that i was like i i would never do this no one should do this in their lifetime the needles it just felt very unnecessary yeah but if you ask hollow hollow would do of course 50 needles of course they would <laughs> 50 needles tied with elastic around a giant wooden structure in the middle of times square and it would symbolize feminine strength <laughs> i love hollow eve so much I'm, they're i'm i've been about them this season they I'm deserve really feeling them so much um but was was there any other challenge, extermination that you felt uncomfortable with? That I didn't do? That you didn't do, even like past seasons or current season? Like which one were you like, I would never do that in my lifetime? Or just would be challenged by it? Um, What was the extermination for the top four of season one? Top I don't think they had one. I think they just decided that Meatball had to go. Yeah. Um, I remember that. But their their challenge was part of the extermination was the uh, the photo shoot in the ocean. Yes, that was pretty intense. But um, let me think. Maybe in season two there was an extermination that I didn't do. That was like was it the tattoo? I feel that. I think I I'm would. <laughs> I think my first tattoo would probably be on Dracula. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't want it to be like about branding. I mean, I guess I am being branded by them somewhat. You're um. You're kind of the You're Yovska's tramp stamp. I am Yovska's <laughs> tramp stamp. I did claim that ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yovska's so cute. Uh, shout out to Yovska's boyfriend. Um, <laughs> uh, congrats, dude. <laughs> the minute you leave, though. <laughs> okay, work. Um, <laughs> uh, exterminations. Uh, it could be a oh. no. Oh, work. There, an extermination that I wouldn't do. Yeah, that you were like, we, or, or that you, you feel think it's hard, too hard, or like not too hard, but like challenged by or something. No, nothing. 
Nothing. Work. I, I In my audition video, I said that you can reduce me to a pile of dirt and I would still keep going because I've already dealt with so much working for Wild Child. Yeah. I There's no cold. There's no hot. There's no sharp. There's no humiliation that I won't endure to reach my end because... I'm not attached to this earth. I, I find that my body is l- is very very finite, and um, we all meet our end. So, uh, that being said, yeah, I I I can see any kind of pain through. I I definitely see how Buddhist monks can set themselves on fire. I can see that. I guess it all ties back to that Buddhism thing. Yeah, you said that earlier. Do you want to go more into that? Expand on that? Mm, go for it. No, I think that that's it. Okay, we're I think we that's time, it. Girl. Are we? Oh, we're like almost at two hours. Well, have fun editing this I was down. like, a lot is going to have that's to be fine. edited I'm down. okay. I'm okay with Well, thank you so much for um, interviewing me. Thanks for being on. <laughs> Thanks for being on a little shit show. Oh, Where can people find you? Well, right now my Instagram handle is the real Abora. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might change it next week, so uh, maybe I'll just uh, have you, be you the f- digitally plug in. The Will you be the fake Abora? next week the fake abora yeah. i don't know <laughs> i don't know let's figure it out is that like a thing i got i, I don't know um <laughs> i'm the real abora for right now um on instagram and i think that's my handle on twitter too is the real abora and um where can um people see you upcoming i don't know just um catch me in your town where i go set fire to your racist monument or your i support that uh, 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 a painful childhood high school i will be you're like the good pennywise <laughs> i'm like pennywise for a cause <laughs> pennywise for a cause <laughs> that's what we should name this episode we might <laughs> um and with that note I'm Martyr. I'm C. Tepper. And, and you I'm a Bora. Wig it out. out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>